Yo guys, what is good? It is your boy, you love Nick Tana, but you guys could just call me Nick Tana. Welcome to another episode of Tana's Eye View. Hopefully everybody's doing good. Do me a favor before we lock into things. Tell somebody you love them because you never know what somebody is going through. And it's been a while since I talked to you on the podcast here on Spotify or Apple or wherever you're listening to your favorite podcast app. But at the same time, man, I've just been a little bit busy with life, but yada, 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 yada. I know. I know. Excuses. Nobody really wants to hear it. Whatever. Uh, but at the same time, uh, I wanted to get out of episode, but this episode isn't going to be like any other episode uh, because this is the first time I'm actually going to be posting a review uh, for my YouTube channel on the podcast as well. So if you guys like listening to video game reviews, critiques, any of that type of stuff, you guys could check it at my YouTube if you guys want to watch the full video. Or you guys can listen to it here on Spotify, Apple, Google, wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Um, before we get into it, guys, I just want to say thank you for uh, letting me penetrate your ear holes with video game content and all that good type of stuff. Um Make sure if you guys like this type of stuff, make sure you guys rate it five stars on your favorite podcast site. If you didn't like it that much, well, just act like you never heard about it. Don't do anything. No bad reviews. None of that. None of that. We don't need any of that. Only good vibes. Only good vibes here. Uh, in this podcast, we are going to be talking about Bayonetta 3. This is going to be the part one of the review because honestly, when I dove into this and when I wrote up the script for this video, I felt like I could have put in so much more and I felt like I missed a lot of opportunities to talk about certain types of things in the game that I really enjoyed. Uh, but at the same time, I kind of missed those opportunities. So this is going to be part one of the review. I'm already working on part two of the review. So if you guys like Bayonetta content, then uh, buckle up, because that's going to be something you're going to be hearing on this podcast or just on the channel uh, for many of days to come. Uh, but without being said, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to continue watching this Evo. I just wanted to check in and say uh, thank you guys still. If you guys are still listening to this or if you guys are hearing me for the first time. Um, and uh, yeah, like I said, I'm going to watch Evo and watch this little uh, Tekken stuff, even though I really don't know what's going on, Tekken 7. But I really want to get good in a fighting game. I'm low-key thinking about good and good at Smash. Uh, just I just really don't want to stink if I could get at the game. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm kind of done rambling. Like I said, uh, this is going to be the review for Bayonetta 3. Thank you guys again. And uh, yeah, I will catch you guys next Yeah next episode of Tana's Eye View. So Bayonetta 3 was a weird game to me, and I'm not saying that in a bad way, I just can't put my tongue on why I truly love or hate this game. I got it on sale for Prime Day for a whopping $30, and to be honest, if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have been super pressed to buy it. I haven't played the first two games in the series, but after playing this one, I'd like to go back to them in the future. But as I stated, this game just has a few things that it could do to get better. But I'm also not afraid to give flowers to the hack and slasher that has been doing it since 2009. So without further ado, I'm ready to get into my weird relationship with Bayonetta 3. The first thing I really want to touch on is the story. In this game, the writers had zero intention of easing you into the game at 
at all. So if you haven't played any of the other games, do not do what I'm doing because it generally doesn't make sense at all to start with this one. Please start at Bayonetta 1 and thank me later. I didn't understand anything about the characters, what was happening, where we're even at. Everything was very new to me and I had to fill in the blanks on what was going on, which isn't a good thing. First thing Bayonetta 3 does is throw you into a fight with the main villain in the game. No controls, no help, no guide, just a straight up ass whooping by this guy we have absolutely zero contacts on. But after that, the story finally unfolds as man-made bioweapons and an entity known as the Singularity try to destroy the multiverse. While trying to stop these bioweapons of mass destruction, you're joined by a bunch of familiar and new friends to help you on this journey. The enemies in this game were fine they didn't bug me at all but the fact that they feel and look the same besides very tiny differences i didn't see the reason to drag out the name of every enemy or it kind of just felt the same going up against the same looking hordes most of the time i feel like games such as hi-fi rush at least they made the hordes different enough to where you have to develop a certain strategy to defeat the level faster versus bayonetta i didn't feel like i need to strategize anything i just played and had the same approach every single fight going back to not knowing everyone completely really threw a wrench in the story but after a few hours into the game that feeling goes away the story also does a good way adding a lot of charm sexiness and funny bits to the story that totally fit the bayonetta style a lot of good cutscenes into the game that show up a lot of emotion and suspense to the plot at hand and i could honestly appreciate that getting into the next thing i want to talk about with bayonetta 3 is the levels the levels are based on chapters and each chapter tells a little bit of a story and introduces you to a different area most of the time that's good and all it seems to flow well but i have a minor complaint about the chapters and one of them is the versus system verses are in every chapter and it's a grading system based on how well you perform during that part of the level my problem with it is is why is it so hard to find every verse to complete it before everyone gets off in the comments saying i didn't try hard enough that is an absolute lie i scavengered the map i was going east west north south underneath above platforming to try and find every single verse i can to at least get a medal within the grading system and i couldn't even do that literally this game feels like it wants you to be straightforward with the stage and not take shortcuts but apparently it wants you to dive into every nook and cranny to find every verse i really can't stand the feeling it felt when i couldn't complete all the verses on stage i mean just looking at the fact i'm missing medals and somehow still able to progress and i never got anything higher than a silver final trophy for each stage and that makes me sick bayonetta 3 really wants you to perfect the game at every aspect such as searching the map combat and dodging and if you can't do above average don't expect a good score at all but i did like how every chapter felt new and it had a well pacing system doing so another thing that i couldn't get over with this game is when it came to the chapters that were side chapters this actually sucked to me you take control of john and you sneak Sneaky taxes to take down enemies and multiple stealth forms, random weapons to make your way to the end where you will fight a final boss. The fact that normal combat
combat actually does nothing in this setting is wild. They want you to be as sneaky and smooth as possible, and you definitely will struggle if you don't follow those rules. The overdramatic, super long cutscene that plays at the beginning of every mission as well. Like, we get it. It's the same exact scene every time for the most part. Let me skip this and try to assassinate these enemies with three of them in the vicinity, please. I don't know if it's for a fun reason to do this or to change the pacing. I have no clue to that answer at all. But the fact that it took away from the amazing elements of using Bayonetta and Viola was something I can't get behind. One thing I can get behind, though, is the way they made Bayonetta an absolute badass. I know what you're thinking. Of course she's special. She's the main character and the star of the show. Why wouldn't she act the way she does? But it felt like Bayonetta was damn near unstoppable. And she looked so badass doing everything from cutscenes to battles. I truly love the way that Bayonetta acts in these type of games. Rarely did she have a fear of death throughout the game. Even in the initial intro, the things she had going on was just jaw-dropping in more ways than I could explain. With comedy reasons such as getting the car to start when it was stalling and catching the bouquet of flowers every time she gets into a big fight and tears her heart out for an infernal demon and making every boss fight seem so simple is magical the confidence in the way she moves and fights is electric to the point where bayonetta might be one of the most unstoppable main characters i could think of in a video game possible she's got super fast instincts being able to slow down time and able to manage all the weapon and fight styles she has is a work of art to me now that i got that out of the way let's talk about one of the biggest negatives i have with this game and something i feel like we could all get behind and isn't too far of a stretch ladies and gentlemen this game should not be on the nintendo switch just let me explain real quick. For the past year before the Switch, Bayonetta 1 and 2 were actually on Nintendo console before, such as the Wii and Wii U. And to my opinion, they look great for that time period. But the fact that this game came out five years after Zelda Breath of the Wild and doesn't even have a minuscule that can touch that game for when it comes to graphics is nuts to me. The game at every single moment just looked ashy and dark to me. It didn't feel smooth at all when it comes to cutscenes and visuals in the gameplay that's not an over exaggeration either that game had a lot of motion blur to it to try and distract for the fact that it can only run in 30 frames per second this didn't drive me to not play the game though and this is just due to the fact that the game wasn't meant to be ran at the specs that the switch can handle i would just love to see in the future to see how a game like this would run on a playstation or xbox to be able to have higher frames and use a little bit of what those consoles have to improve the quality of the game itself like i said this isn't a deal breaker for me just comparing it to other games that came out for the switch before this one it seems a bit behind in my opinion i really want to get into the combat and the infernal demons in this next segment the combat was okay but it definitely wasn't great it feels like the game wants you to button mash to understand what each action button does. The only buttons I could differentiate is the X button, which was for anything long range, guns or webs, whatever. You get the point. I just spam buttons and thumbstick directions until I pull something off really cool. The one thing I do love about this system is the inferral demon. In total, there are 12 of them, but you can only get 10 of them by completing the main story. If you want the other two, you have to be through remnant stages. And each infernal demon has their own 
corresponding weapon to it. The combinations are absolutely insane in this game. You can mix and match demons and weapons to whatever your liking is. Playing just the story in this game won't do wonders with the combat at all. Each weapon has its own skill tree that you can update your weapons or the demon. With the game only being about 10 to 13 hours long, you have no time to master the 10 weapons they give you, and that's definitely a bummer. I definitely want to play this game more after the initial fact of me beating it to use certain weapons and combos, and I really get the full experience of every weapon to use. The demons were super fun to use and really show a lot of power when you use them at the right time. I've had a lot of times where they would instantly die due to the other giant boss one-shotting me, which is kinda ass, but the attacks feel good when you're doing regular combat, but oh my fucking god. These combats right here with this weird Godzilla fight style are absolutely terrible. Each side moves so slow and you basically have to predict what the other opponent is doing. It reminds me of rock, paper, scissors to when you're gonna block, bite, or tail whip. It's so tedious and annoying and should honestly be taken out of the game. They serve absolutely no purpose. Overall, at the end of the day, it's hard to say what I really like and hate about this game. The story was great, even though I'm very tired of the multiverse setting, even though this game shouldn't be for the Switch. I don't hate it at all. I'm definitely going to play the other Bayonetta games, and I'm definitely going to spend more time developing my skill in this game to get all the weapons understood and mastered to find my new favorite combos to use. Even though I nitpicked at this game a lot, I really did like the game and enjoyed it. It kept my attention very well. The pacing was good. I had a lot of fun fighting the enemies in this game and the story throughout the game, the comedy of it, the sexiness of the game. Everything of it felt very fantastic to me. If I had to rate this game on a scale from 1 to 10, I would give it about a 7. Not too bad but not the greatest either. I think it could do a lot better and hopefully down the road we see it maybe get put on a different console or maybe push a console more to its limit with the Switch when it comes out with the Switch 2 or the new version of the Switch. I loved a lot of characters in the game. They all had their own little unique personalities and their own feeling to it. And if you find this game on sale, I definitely think you should pick it up. But if you have to pay $60, it could wait. And this has been my Bayonetta 3 review. Thank you guys for watching. This has been Nick Tanner with another review. If you guys like this type of content where I critique video games, review them, and play them to give you guys the info about your favorite games, make sure you guys hit the subscribe button because literally everything does help. We're trying to reach a thousand subs. That's a beautiful number for me. Uh, also, if you guys want to check out any of my other videos, I'm going to put two videos right here on the side. Over here, we're going to be... We're gonna over on this side we're gonna go ahead and put the dave the diver review and then over here i'm gonna put the last case of benedict fox two of my reviews that i one that i hated and one that i truly did love uh but you guys should definitely check out both of them to kind of get more of a glimpse of what i do here on this channel other than that be safe tell someone you love them i'll catch you guys next review we're out